0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show.
1: Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts. How many brothers and sisters do you have? Well, I have.
2: I have a brother and a sister, and then I have four stepbrothers and sisters.
1: Oh, that's fake. They don't count.
2: They don't. Well, they they're got married the mi- when I was like <laughs> in eighth grade. They're
1: out of the mix. Forget it. So there were so,
2: seven in all.
1: Okay, you have seven in all. And how many are your real relatives and the other one's fake? I got fake?
2: one brother, one sister. And we are... Older than you? Yep. I,
1: I knew that. I know. I could tell.
2: I know. Because she's uh, such a
1: spoiled I boy. <laughs> Trust me. Spoiled brat, I say.
2: I was... Bratney until I was old enough to be bitchney.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That works. Do you uh, do you stay in touch with them? Oh, all of them.
2: I'm watching my brother's dog right now, oh, that's and great. my sister is my best friend. Like. Yes, absolutely. I'm glad to hear that. And my sister lives in Minneapolis and my brother lives in St. Paul. So it's nice because whenever I'm in those areas and I have time to kill, I go Mm -hmm. sit at their house or go take a nap. I take a nap at my brother's house all the
1: time. (laughs) I can't, I'm going to turn to Rudy here in a second asking about this thing, but I I won't say which one of my brothers it was, or it is, I should say, but he bounces around here and there. I love him dearly. He's a wonderful guy. But he goes, hey, I'm gonna be at the blah 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 bar. Why don't you guys come over? Because everybody got a lot of listeners over there, they want to say hello. So I'd go over there and say hello to everybody else, and about two weeks later I'd go, hey, you want to go back to that bar? And he goes, Yeah, I don't go there anymore. So in other words, what happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why um why is that like the seventh bar you don't go to anymore? More
2: detail. I look, like, I don't yeah, go there exactly. anymore. Mm-hmm. Is it closed? <laughs> it's yeah, not.
1: They, did they close her down? It is.
2: Oh, I didn't know they went under. <laughs> Oh, something! Oh, something happened! at surprise! <gasps> something happened. No, <laughs> we
1: don't go there anymore. Me and my brother oh. are so
2: close. It's so funny because, like, you know, when we did that, um, we did that uh, thing at Park Tavern. My brother was going through a breakup, and he was like, "I just need to hang out," and I was like, yeah. "You're coming with!" And yeah. so, next thing I know, Maybe. I have him at Park Tavern with me, like. So whenever, whenever me and my brother, we're both like the type that we don't tell everyone our problems, but we definitely tell each other. No,
1: I understand that completely. Now, Rudy, your brothers and sisters? I got one full sister.
0: I got a half brother. I got a half sister. I got two step brothers, one stepsister.
1: Like I said, get rid of the step stuff. You, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. no blood, really. Get the hell out of my house, yeah, right?
0: Yeah, both my step brothers pretty cool. My stepsister's a total mess. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. How about your birth uh, kids?
0: Uh, my uh, my sister and I pretty tight. Oh that's cool. yeah. They
2: went to Disney World together. She yeah,
0: older than you? Yeah, she's about uh I think she's about fifteen months older than
1: me. Oh, okay.
0: Um and then uh and then my half brother I just met him for the first time like three or four years ago, and then my half sister I just met about two years ago.
1: So that, how old are they now?
0: They are, my my half-brother is the oldest. Uh, I think he's like 47, 48. God, and is that amazing? Yeah, then my, uh, my half-sister is a little bit younger. I think she's about 34, 33, somewhere in there.
1: So you had never met him your entire life? No. We, That's amazing. We had heard rumblings of him. Oh, and okay.
0: uh And I had asked my dad once uh, when I was like 20, I was about 33. I was like, hey, so I got a brother out there? And he goes, yeah, his name is Michael Anthony. And I was like, wow, the bass player from Van Halen? yeah. Hey, oh, he's done well Yeah. Uh, turns out not him Um, but uh, we had always heard that he lived in Texas and then one day I got an email because I did a documentary about my dad a few years ago and then I got an email out of the blue that just said hey just want to let you know that I watched your documentary and I'm your brother that your dad gave up uh, back in you know 1977 and we all met at Hell's Kitchen downtown. It was great. A lot of tears. Uh, turns out he grew up like 19 miles away from my sister and I. What a
1: shot! Wow. Is you
0: yeah, didn't I even know it. I had no idea. Man, yeah, no. Did he know it? He had no idea either because he didn't oh, try. God. He didn't try to find his birth parents until he was well into his. I think he had just turned 40. and was like, okay, now that I'm now that I'm sober and I got grandkids and the the, the mix, it's time to like really start putting the pieces together, and he finally found his birth mom in Kenosha, Wisconsin, drove all the way there. Oh, here's another crazy part about Uh that. So he drives all the way there and uh, meets his birth mom. His birth mom's like, I want nothing to do with you. Oh. And he said, so my sister and I both lived in Richfield at the time, right? And he goes, okay, well, listen, if you don't want a relationship, that's fine. But do I have any brothers and sisters from you? And and she says, yes, you have two half-brothers. And he goes, okay. Can I try to find them? And she goes, "I don't talk to them either." But just oh, to give you a geez. heads up, I know that they live in Richfield, Minnesota, right next to you. How crazy <laughs> is that? How wow! Yeah. So my my half brother has has three half brothers and then a half sister, and they from two different families, and they all happen to live in the same community in Minnesota. That's amazing. Crazy. Yeah. That's a
1: hell of a story.
2: That is crazy. Really you know is. Also, how do we watch your documentary?
0: It's online. It's called Dear Walt. If you just go to dearwaltmovie.com, it's uh, just... The Walt mo- Disney was your dad? That was, yeah. I knew it. Yep, absolutely. That's where I got these ears from. It's these <laughs> giant, massive... <A> giant mouse <laughs> ears. Mouse ears, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's been up for a while. I think we released it. I think it's going on like 10 years now. It, it made the rounds. It played like film fest and stuff. Oh, did it really? Yeah, it did.
1: It, it did great. pretty well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll have to give it a whirl. So you can find it where? Uh, Deerwaltmovie.com. Deerwaltmovie.com. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, I'll post this on our social. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool story.
1: Well, we got to move on, but i got a lot more questions about this. See, I love finding out about people I work with because there's always really interesting stories. And the one that the three of us here is, yeah, where's dad? Where's dad? But show. I always
2: come back to, they talk about, um, you know, you uh, these people were raised this way and that's the way they're going to parent.
1: No, and not at all. And you guys would nope.
2: never. And like, I always go, wow, like that's what's amazing to me. And also probably very painful for you guys. Like it would be almost easier if you were like your father because it wouldn't hurt as much you wouldn't No,
1: it hurt more for me.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, would, you're probably I would right. I
1: hate that so I know, much. but
2: you would. Like you have to in, in the mindset of yeah. somebody else, but like you're probably right. I think long term, I think that that Bible verse thing we talked about the other day is really
1: stuck with me all week. You're tearing up a little bit still?
2: Yes. Sh- I'm it's cuz I'm sick. Let's go to let's go to break. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, you know she's what? sick, so let's go you to know, break. No,
2: I just... Okay. You know what's We're been to me really emotional? What? Hearing that his half-brother went to his mom and his mom said, I want nothing to do with I you. I know. How
1: sad is that? That... That, yeah. that... I want nothing to do with you. You're my mother for Christ. How do you... Okay. Uh, that actually makes... I know. There, but, I know. And we got to stop I gotta tell anyways. You, honestly... Yeah, uh, you know, there, there, there's a lot of it on TV right now because of the situation there. And I'm not going to bring up the guy's name because you'll think it's political. It's not. How do you walk away from it, your own baby? I don't. I, I mean, unless you don't have a chance with them, uh, it's just too difficult to be around. I mean, there has to be some very important reason that you don't. You walk away from your child, man. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I will never understand it. No. But I've seen it happen a billion times. Yeah. Some people well, I don't want to be your mother. What I the know, hell is what?
2: I've yeah. been sitting here with a pit in my stomach ever since he said that.
1: <laughs> Way to go, Rudy Crazy. Because like
2: I don't know what that like I I of course yep, think yep. of my yep. own kid and I almost get a speeding ticket every time coming home oh, to yeah. her. Like yep. so let's let's take a break. Let's
1: take a break <laughs> and come right break. back, ladies and gentlemen with a little channel fives. Chris Eggert right after this.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com
1: or on the Tom Bernard Show app. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. If you've been listening, you know I'm a fan of Nissan vehicles. I own my Altima. My son and daughter in law both own Nissans, and we bought them all at Walzer Nissan stores here in the Metro. They hang their hats in Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. So, why is Walzer Nissan different than other Nissan stores? And why should you absolutely go there this month and tell them I personally sent you to lease or buy your next vehicle? First, there's Walzer Care, a complimentary powertrain warranty that will keep you covered for miles to come for free at Walzer Nissan. That's P mind, And this month, you can score 0% financing for up to 60 months on select Nissans, or you can lease the 2023 Nissan Pathfinders for only $269 per month. You need to tell them you want the Tommy B deal, of course. That's understood. So not just Nissan, but Walzer Nissan, Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. Don't forget to let them know the Tom Bernard family sent you. And ask for the Tommy B deal. Go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. $269 per month for 24 months. 10,000 miles per year. $5,900 due at signing. Then
3: PC 261725. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you... law to set up a free initial consultation the number to call is 763-571-2410 that's 763-571-2410 or visit bialkilaw.com that's b-i-a-l-k-e law.com
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
1: We are back, ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5 Eyewitness News. Chris Eggert joins us. How you doing, pally? Good. How are you? Never better. Happy Magnificat. Friday. Except I thought it was going to be sunny today, and now it's going to rain off and on all day.
4: Yeah, but it's not like a washout. It's just a little spritz here and there.
1: Yeah, but the, we're, the, the neighbors got together. We're going to all sit out tonight, maybe grill out something. There are like you know, 10, 12 of us, something like that. I don't think we can do that because we might get rained on.
4: Well, Kenny B says it gets better as the day goes on. For what oh, it's worth. Oh, does important. it really?
1: Yeah. So we might still be able to get together and hang out. Yeah, with the
4: I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it off just yet.
1: And by the way, I still am going to do that. I want to set it up probably in June, maybe July, but probably June, I would think. Okay. Have all you guys come over? Everybody on the show, I'd like to invite over, and I'll invite all the neighbors and stuff. There'll be about probably twenty of us total. I think you'd have a ball. You'd love. That
4: sounds it. fun. I'm into time. it.
1: I live on a cul-de-sac, so there's no traffic. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll get to work on that. But, yeah, I want all you guys to come to that. That'd be great. Would you like us to bring any sides? <laughs> no, I'm good. You know what my like the- favorite side is, by the way? I'm not kidding. You like what? No, go ahead. What's your favorite side? Uh, Golden Valley Country Club the other night. We had dinner. Golden Valley. They have Thai Brussels sprouts. Ooh. Holy Ooh. God, are they good. I'm having to begin tomorrow, baby. That's all I know. I'm gonna. They are. Del- I got to get the recipe. They are phenomenally tasty.
4: Here's the deal with Brussels sprouts. Like, I'm sure that's great, and I know my my stepdad makes. Everybody makes a uh, Brussels sprouts thing with like you dump four gallons of olive oil on it. It's <laughs> like. Yes. Take bacon and, like, you have to do so much to make Brussels sprouts not taste like Brussels sprouts.
1: That's true. You're 100%. <laughs> you, I, like,
4: burn them and, like, you set, set them on fire, sit them in the ground for 10 years, uh, you know, all these kinds of crazy things.
1: <laughs> no, you're right. I, straight up Brussels sprouts I do not like. Not even no. close to liking straight up Brussels sprouts. But uh, once you move her over into that, uh, what would they put on a Thai Brussels sprout? What? Because there's no, like, it doesn't look like there's a sauce on them or anything. Maybe there is, but they're all, you know, real burned crispy, like you were talking. So I don't know what the hell is. is. I'll have to find out. Just absolutely delicious. Sounds really good. Indeed. Say, go to Mayo
4: today. You guys celebrating?
1: Remember we used to have, you know, we did the first years of the KQ Morning Show. Every year on May 5th, we'd have a Latin dance party.
2: Ooh. <laughs> Fine. And you know
1: where it was? It was at Jose's. Ah, what do you think? Went to, went to Jose's bar and did the Latin dance party, baby. It was wonderful. I, because of Amy Kerr, wore a sombrero every year.
2: I'm sure you look like Grumpy Cat in it. Just
1: I look just exactly like Grumpy Cat. You're absolutely right. 100% correct. I, look at me, crabby wearing a sombrero
2: it's raining around you somehow
1: oh uh, jose's man those were the days but we next year we'll do a latin dance party on this show it'll be fantastic
2: i'll wear a poncho oh nice
1: you should wear a poncho oh i wanted yeah. to ask you a question cuz i saw something on your news report this morning for some reason of the world the word field is racist have you seen this story i thought it was on your news where i saw it They have decided the word field is a racist word. Like,
4: what? Let me pull up a rundown from earlier. I'm not sure what... Where the hell would that...
1: Brittany's looking it up, too. Do you see the story yet? No. It's on... Well, let's see if it wasn't on... Well, it must have been... If it wasn't on Channel 5, then it had to be... Because I watched two things. I watched Frank Vassalero on the 4, and then everybody else I watch on the 5, particularly Chris Eggert. Wow. But yeah, I can't remember who made the... It was some college somewhere decided that the world, the word field was racist. Really? I, I found something
2: what? from January. The University of Southern California School of Social Work will no longer use the word field because it may have connotations for descendants of slavery and immigrant workers that are not benign, according to a letter from the department.
1: So it must have passed on to today now, three, three months, four months later.
2: Yeah, probably spread out. Yeah, I could see that.
1: Why... Like field of dreams, so you got to get rid of field, a baseball field, you got to get rid of... What are they talking about?
2: Um, the letter said, quote, language can be powerful, oh, and God. phrases such as going into the field or field work may have connotations for descendants of slavery.
1: There were never any slaves in Minnesota. I'd like to point that out, so it has nothing to do with us anyway, Right.
0: Yeah, I heard the other day that bridge is not allowed to be. That's not a good one either. Bridge is now, a bridge, not just the word bridge, but a bridge is racist. Why? Because the bridges were put installed too low so that the buses taking poor people into the city to work could not get around Is that that true? I swear to
1: God, yeah. I never knew that. Yep, yep. So bridge is now a bad word. Bridge, it's a bad word and a bad thing. How about low bridge? I was
0: like, aren't we building bridges? That's what we're trying to do here, right? Yes, Yes. building
1: bridges, trying to be good. Mm Mm-hmm. Let me field that question for you. Thank you very much. Oh, great. Canceled. (laughs) Canceled. Look, all of these people need to shut up because you're causing misery is all you're doing.
2: Well, and it takes away from real divisive language, Absolutely. So it's like now you're getting to the point where we're all rolling our eyes. Like if something was really bad that you say, okay, we shouldn't say that anymore. All right, no problem. But then you throw this out there. Oh, what? And what? What?
1: Look, this is what's upsetting. So when you're a little boy going to St. Joe's school and one of your classmates finds out your mother's 100% German and then refers to you as an effen kraut. You know what I mean? That did happen to me, by the way. Effen kraut. And the guy was serious too, by the way. Because it was, you know, this is back, what, 20, 30, well, not even 30, 20 years after World War II. So apparently grandpa or dad or somebody still hated their krauts. And because my mother was German, I was now a kraut. So if you wow. think that all hatred is pointed at just skin color, you're nuts. Yeah, there's religious. No, that's very. That is it, a great point. It's there's true. lots of hate to go around. Oh God, yes, and none of it's good. So shut up, all of you. Right? Yeah, I can't. I can't find that. That we had a story
4: on that this morning, Tom. Oh, you, but that.
1: Oh, you didn't? Okay. So my, yeah. I must seen it on the national news.
4: But I was, uh, in interest of full disclosure, I got to sleep in today, so I'm just in for nine o'clock. So I didn't have to do the morning news today. I just got Big up and shot. watched it. And yeah, yeah. You Big know what? You guys know this now. Oh my god! I woke up at five forty-five. I'm like, holy crap! This is like a whole new world. It's amazing. <laughs> it is.
2: It's amazing.
1: I, I still cannot get used to driving to work with the sun up. I, uh, yeah. I have not done it in thirty-seven years.
4: For sure. I'm it's like, really what weird. the hell is going on? And I'm like, I, there's traffic on the roads, and yeah, it makes it's crazy.
1: I got to tell you something I saw this morning, though. There a lot of these national news people now, they're, they have no idea what the hell they're talking about. They're just kind of cute faces, and they, ah, you know. National news now is dreadful. It's just bad, right? I, so I'm tooling around this morning, seeing if I'm missing anything. Because I don't watch it for very long. I just yeah. see if anything important's going on. Yep. And I don't know if I can even pronounce it the same way that she did. There's this one woman who's extremely annoying on one of the she's everything is hey, ta-. she talks over everybody. She's got all these brilliant things. She's terrible, right? And this morning she introduced their uh, their guest. And I have to get how she said, Wozanock, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our very special guest, Steve Wozanock. She didn't know Steve W Wo- really? Wasanok. She thought his name was Wozanock. You know who she she was talking about? Well yeah. The Apple Wozniak, guy. Wozniak, the Apple guy, yeah. exactly. She called. What was it again? Wozniak? Yeah, Wozniak. That's what she called him. Oh, God. How do you not know who Steve Wozniak is?
2: Like, take a beat. Go Google it. They will tell you.
1: Rudy, this is right. my
4: this is my deal with like if we don't know something, like I I re- regularly make phone calls in the middle of the night to X Y Z to like listen to the voicemail or I've called the most random towns because I had no idea how to say, I mean, like we have information at our fingertips now. There's really not a lot of excuses for stuff like that.
1: No, ever. I, I agree. And I don't know, how do you not know who he is though? I'm mean, going to guys yeah, one of the most I, well-known people in the business, isn't he? Yes. I would yes, think, I would think that's but... what's, yeah. The,
4: uh, uh, <laughs> um, funny story i was calling one of those i was trying to get the last name of a state senator
1: oh yeah several years ago
4: yeah. or state uh a house representative i can't remember but I, I what i believed i was calling their office in saint paul uh, no it was a cell phone and <gasps> the person like answered
1: the phone at oh like, god
4: in the morning
1: <gasps> that'll happen <laughs> That'll happen, no problem. I mean,
4: what a good politician, though, who, like, answers the phone when a constituent, a constituent calls, smart. even in the middle of the freaking night.
2: Do you guys still text to this day?
4: Yeah, I just got a text from right now, actually. <laughs> He's like, what are, you,
2: what are you up to?
1: I have a question, because somebody's telling me now that people will only text. They will not answer their phones. They'll only text you back.
2: They will. Well, people won't answer their phones.
1: They don't answer their phone. They wait until you leave a message. Then they text you back.
2: I do not like if I call you and unless you're like Rudy, this happens with Rudy all the time, he's in like, you know, doing a show or whatever and shoots a text, what's up, whatever. But right. if I call you and there's no reason you can't call me back and throwing me a text later, like, no, I was like, you have to match the energy.
1: Right. I mean, that's it. I, I just uh, why don't people want to talk, uh, what? they don't want to talk anymore. They only want to text or or email. And they don't want to email anymore either. I heard that. From younger people don't like emailing yeah, either.
4: Yeah, they're all about the texting.
1: Yeah, it's all um, about texting, right?
4: It's funny because I think about this with my own kids. Like they're smart kids. They both get A's, like blah 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 blah. So they're like your, your wife. What's yes. Yeah, That's obviously.
1: Right. Okay. Um it's a given.
4: so when the phone rings. You know, this little piece of machinery that they have in their hands all moments of every day, when that thing rings, it's like they don't even know what to do with it. They're like <laughs> it's true.
1: You're absolutely right about that. That is true.
4: I'm like, here's what you do you slide it over <laughs> and you go, hello, can I help you? Who is oh,
1: it? My God. <laughs> I know. Uh, so why do you think that is? Because you're you're teetering on that generation. Why do you think that is they don't want to talk on the phone?
2: Well, I have had many experiences with you where I shoot you a text and then you call me. I do. And that's sometimes daunting. You go, "Whoa, why? whoa. I don't know cuz you weren't I wasn't expecting a call at that moment." Daunting. Yes, daunting. But like I have found out time and time again, a lot of times a call can solve something hours quicker than text there's if, no doubt about it if it's it. a complex yes. thing like um you know i had a call yesterday and i was like this would have taken forever via text and so i'm glad that that person called me yeah it was actually yeah. melissa your you know your daughter-in-law right, she right was calling about some social media thing and i was like she's like sorry i would have texted you but i was like no it's actually we would have been texting for 20 minutes
1: exactly right so, and yeah. plus the fact we talk for a living why wouldn't <laughs> you want to talk yeah that's what we do for a living. I mean, you don't text for a living. Have
2: you ever accidentally FaceTime somebody instead of calling them? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's the worst feeling ever.
1: Most definitely I have done that.
2: Oh, it's the worst feeling ever when you've accidentally, like, there's something about the accidental FaceTime. They're like, why did you FaceTime me? They're you know, like, I did not mean to.
1: I don't know what you're I talking did about. Not.
2: We weren't supposed to see each other <clears throat> right. right now.
1: right. We'll get through it. It's just a different way of communicating. But yeah, they, they I apparently don't even want to email. They only want to text. Which I is—is is that just the easiest way? Is that what that is?
4: I I I don't know. I suppose yes. I mean, at the at the end of the day, it's the easiest way.
1: Yeah, but look, when you type it in, it's like eh, it's okay. But if you say to somebody on the phone, "I'm coming for you," then never a <laughs> yeah, better right. impact than just for reading sure. That.
2: Mm-hmm. I remember. But- like I don't know what year this was, but I was helping you with something on your phone, and I looked. I was like, "Do you know you have a thousand text messages?" And you're like, "I don't. I don't check that. I don't know." Like I don't
1: ever check my text no, messages.
2: No, now you do. Now but like, I wipe them out. Now yeah, you, yeah. yeah. But at, back in the day, you're like, "I don't." And so it's so funny. People be like, "Well, I texted Tom." I'm like, "Yeah, that's not. That's not going to get you anywhere." Like, <laughs> the
1: problem with texting and me is ninety-nine point nine percent of the emails and texts I get are. Well, come on down and have a biscuit, and then go next door and buy a car. It's always to sell something now. <laughs> like, leave me alone, for Christ's sake. I, don't I buy know, it's like crap. every
4: time I look down, there's another text for some kind of alternative to Viagra. And- oh, oh, you're
1: all,
2: oh, oh, no! no! no nonstop. Awkward!
1: No, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's just it's such a pain in the ass. Well, let me see. Let me see if I have any emails on my phone right now. I don't know if I do, Uh I got a bunch of messages from the sales department. That's one thing I got. I got cut. We have to cut a commercial after the show today, Rudy. If we you got do. a minute. Yep. Oh, you knew it about I, it already. Yeah. Okay. Let me see. I got. Oh, I only have one email this morning, and it's from. Oh, what a shock! It's from Pat Eberts. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. The sales wants, department.
2: He also wants your money. But yeah. Just
1: not <laughs> yeah. Exactly. For just not a direct situation like that. So are there any big stories going on that we should look yeah. at for today?
4: Uh, well, we're doing a story about light rail safety, and there's another effort to try to clean up the light rail. because. You know what's hilarious
1: just- about that? I'm sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but you're not talking about accidents. You're talking about getting your ass kicked. What do you mean? Well, you said it's, it, the light rail is a little dangerous. It's not because oh, to yeah, might get yeah, an no, accident. Not,
4: not cars <laughs> running into it, but actually getting on the light rail. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's so terrible. there's been a lot of discussion about that the last couple of days and, uh, you know, they're trying to throw more money at the problem and, you what know, what will got, money
1: do for the problem, Chris, I,
4: I don't know. Try to put more. I mean, ideally I think they want to put like actual law enforcement officers on the things, which would make they, sense. Right. They have to. Uh, I know there's been a lot of like, you know, volunteer groups have been doing it and, um, Twin Cities Men's Movement is an organization that has volunteers on the trains, but uh, Metro Transit Police really want to try to get more actual officers on the trains, which does make sense to me. Like, I'm sorry. I think the volunteer thing is great that people are trying to do something. right? But I don't know. Unless, to me, there's like a real threat of getting arrested, what are you really going to do to somebody?
1: Well, unless you're Curtis Lewa.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, you know,
1: wear your beret on there.
4: Yeah, You're like going to I'm go. gonna beat your ass. Like that's a whole other <laughs> thing. But, um, and then there's another. This is a huge story. Huge story. Oh, here we go. Oh, big one. Here we <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, apparently, uh, an emu escaped from <gasps> its pen in Washington County. What? Uh, out in Washington County in Grant, and it wanted to go. Uh, it wanted to go make love to a uh, frisbee golf pool.
1: Of course it did. Ooh. Absolutely.
4: It was confused that it, it just outside of its fence, there's apparently something like one of those Frisbee golf net. You know what they yeah, look yeah, like? Yeah, kind of yeah, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yep. If, if you're kind of like looking at it out of the corner of your eye and maybe you're squinty and think about that, how it does kind of maybe have a, an emu shape. Kind of like a sexy the,
2: emu if you blow your
4: eyes a little. Yeah. Very, very well-rounded emu. Yeah. Um <laughs> <but> apparently... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Apparently right. the the emu escaped, and uh, there was a kerfuffle out in Washington County for them right. to uh, round up the
1: emu. I they're love s- kerfuffle. I love that word. S-
2: they are scary. Emus are scary.
1: Are they really? Yeah,
2: and they do that noise that du- 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 kind of like de- th- like guttural noise, mm-hmm. and they they're huge. They're terrifying.
1: What's the one on TV? What? Emu, emu. What's that one?
2: Oh, legal e. e- yeah, emu,
1: it? emu, and Doug. Is that but the one you're talking about? Oh my it's god. No, yeah, but it's something It's, else. it's, it's something like legal that. legal
2: emu or like yeah. emu? Limu
1: emu. That's what it is. Limu. Somebody just told me it's Limu emu. Mm. So I don't know what Limu means, mm. but.
4: Uh, that makes me not want to buy that particular brand of insurance. Yeah, guy, you don't like that guy? I don't mind Doug, but the, the emu thing just annoys me. <laughs>
1: I hate the emu. All right. I'm bro. like, and I, I hate understand. that
4: little lizard too. I'm like, shut up. I don't yeah, you go. tell me my freaking insurance is gonna be good and the rates are gonna be low. <laughs> and when I get in an accident, I'm gonna be able to freaking get my car fixed in like a week and not ten years. I don't give two rats A about your little lizard. Whoa. And why does it have a so why does negative. it have a accent?
1: It does have an accent. You're oh absolutely right. right.
2: This is revved up, Chris. Um, Geico <laughs> lost their mind for a couple years and had about 40 different. Yeah,
0: cavemen and all cavemen. sorts of stuff.
1: Oh, they yeah. did. Yeah, they
2: oh, had yeah. like every sort of. Sp- they're like, let's oh, throw a lot that. at the wall and see what sticks.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I didn't mind the
2: cavemen.
1: <laughs> you didn't mind the cavemen. You like the cavemen, <laughs> do you? Strong
4: feelings about the, really good. The freaking lizard guy, but the caveman, chill. Uh, one more thing's annoying me this morning since it was. No, oh, here we go. We're in a space of, uh, of of friendship and openness. Yes, mm. we are. Um, so, state lawmakers, they've been trying to do this for years. They finally passed a measure to name Highway 5 through Chanhassen by Paisley Park um, Prince Rogers Memorial Highway.
1: Good. Wow. They should.
4: They've been talking about this for years. They've been trying to do it. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Purple signs along the way, and you know, the whole bit. So, yesterday at the state legislature, where by the way, they've still got like a billion things to do.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
4: Like, really important things to do. That, like, a bunch of them are like using Prince lyrics to like read the statute or whatever. And they're oh, like, Oh, no. They're like, Dearly beloved. <laughs> We've gathered here today to vote <laughs> on this thing called Highway 5. Yeah. It's just stupid. Thank and you. I'm like, I love oh. that. You're I very was- good at that. I was so annoyed. I'm like, dude, shut up with the grandstanding. Frickin' rubber stamp this and then go back and get to work on all these other 10 trillion things that need to be
1: done. I could see that, absolutely. They
2: need that soundbite. They're, like, convinced that's the thing. They're like, this is going to go out. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to be viral for about a half second.
0: Oh, yeah. It got a little weird. How much time did I'll go ahead I was going to say, the, the representative from District 7 made it weird when she was like, I met a girl named Nikki. I guess you could say she was
1: a sex fiend. Everyone was like, what is
0: going what? on here? Yeah.
2: That's not the vibe. <laughs>
1: There you have it. All right, Palomino, I mean, get off your... You know, so you don't have to work until 9 o'clock for another 15 well, I'm here minutes. here at
4: 7 so I can start writing because, uh, Tom, I like to know my material. Yeah, oh, you God. seem like it. I've never liked I you. Don't, at point. I don't care to talk to my coworkers for the first half hour, though. <laughs> oh, oh, so you're Brittany Part 2.
2: By the way, Chris, do you know who you look like? You look like someone that used to be
4: attractive. Oh, what? shut
1: up. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, you mean from yesterday? yesterday yeah. yeah, from yesterday. I, I do she, remember that.
4: Brittany's texting me yesterday and I, about this, and I'm like, stop. Brittany's it still mean. Me Let's off. be honest. She's a
1: very mean person.
4: You look like
2: somebody who used to be hot. That's cool for you.
1: Oh, Yeah, God. it's super cool. Thanks. <laughs> All right, Chris, we will talk to you next week.
4: See you guys. Bye. Thanks, Bally.
1: Ladies and gentlemen. Channel 5 this News Chris Eggert. We'll take a break, be right back. Maybe a special guest coming in studio. Ah. Mm-hmm. We're gonna find out. This time, we have a new sponsor of the show, and it's a family business, which is my favorite kind of business. The owner lives here. His name is Tom Dean. I'm talking about two great businesses that are serving their customers as one: Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Whatever power sport or marine product you're looking for, it all starts at the Lodge. Power Lodge. Receive the incredible shopping experience you're looking for, and it just so happens that both these stores are kicking off the warm outdoor season with a sale this week. Save money and win stuff during the Power Sale through Saturday, May 6th. That's tomorrow, of course. With Power Lodge and Miller Marine, they're in Brainerd, Ramsey, O'Namia, and Miller Marine, of course, is in St. Cloud. Save on all pontoons with entry-level brands, starting at nineteen nine ninety, and that includes Pontoon Motor and Trailer. You're gonna hear a lot about Power Lodge and Miller Marine from me in the coming months. A lot. I love this stuff, man. I, I got to get a pontoon, don't you think?
2: Uh yeah, you do. I really
1: do have to get a pontoon. How about Lake Riley? It's not that far from my house. Should I put it on Lake Riley?
2: I live right next to Lake Riley.
1: See, so I should do that.
2: Um, there yes, nice lake. please. That's
1: a nice lake, though. Isn't it's it? so nice. We go right. on it all
2: the time. Oh my God, I'm so excited for us. That's Hot a, mom summer. You're
1: right. Level brands, start, entry level brands, starting at 1990. Uh, excuse me, 19990 and that includes pontoon and motor and trailer. You're going to hear a lot about Power Lodge and Millimarine from me in the coming months, but during this week's power sale, go to any location and get some throttle therapy. Yeah, baby.
2: Yeah, I like that.
1: I like throttle therapy. Me too. On land and water, millimarine.com and powerlodge.com, and you can tell them that Tommy sent you. This
0: is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
2: Uh, we were talking about limo emo. It's because it's Liberty Mutual. So that's why it's Lee Moo Emu.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah.
2: So that makes more sense.
0: Lee Moo Emu.
2: We got a message from, that was from Howard giving me the heads up of why it's Lee Moo Emu.
0: Yeah. I did notice there that Chris Eggert was very heated about the. You know, like the types of gimmicks that Geico uses, uh, but everything we threw at him, Limu, Emu, and Geico, and the caveman, he knew exactly which That's insurance true. company we were talking about. So maybe the marketing geniuses at some of these insurance companies know exactly what they're doing.
2: I would say yes, except the Emu one I don't think hit right, because we could not remember what that one was for. Yeah, Like, Limu and Liberty Mutual does not flow super well, but...
0: Also, why Doug? Who the, who did, why who is this guy? Did he come from? Are they just making him up? Are they throwing him in there? Was there a they
2: couldn't sp- get Sprinthal. That's why.
0: Oh, that's what it is. Keep yeah, about. here
1: we go. It's my
2: fault. You're late. I was forcing you to talk to me about our new pontoon life we were going to
1: have. I don't care at all about being late. If you got to go to the bathroom, you got to go to the bathroom. No. it's part of the living.
2: Uh, I'm just telling you how excitable I got about the idea. Oh, of, the
1: idea of the pontoon. Oh, the idea
2: of the pontoon. Yes, I understand. On Lake Riley.
1: I understand, no question about it.
2: Get on that Power Lodge.
1: So you want me to get on it?
2: Yeah, that's pretty much me saying reach out to Tom and ask for money because we're going to need him to buy us a pontoon.
1: We'll get it done for you, sister. I promise. Thank you. All right, what else? Everything else good?
2: You guys, I'm not going to lie. I, when we were talking about Steve Wozniak, mm-hmm. I thought he died. I don't know why. When well, we he talk-
1: disappeared. That's Is that yeah, why? He, he kind of like disappeared, so I could see why you would think he might be dead.
2: Didn't he date Kathy Griffin for a while, too?
1: Did he really?
2: Yeah, I feel yeah. like that was another weird Steve Wozniak thing.
1: Maybe, yeah. Kathy, she's an even keel person.
2: Right? No, she actually has that. come back le- recently. Oh,
1: she's not nuts anymore.
2: And has calmed down quite a bit and has kind of been like, yeah.
1: Didn't he like behead a,
2: a <laughs> Trump doll when he a was president? Trump
1: doll, he beheaded it and set it on fire or not something.
2: Not great, not great. Like I
1: said, if you hate Trump, that's your business. You hate Biden, that's your business. And like, you set him on fire?
2: Okay, what I love, Jesus. and I've always loved this, I don't care. You want to kneel during the national anthem, you want to set our thing on fire. What I love is that we can do that
1: yeah, in agree. this country. I agree. And
2: we're not put in prison or death so I in some aspects I go god we're a cool country at the same time what are you doing what are you actually doing like on a personal thing you go gulp Mm -hmm. I could never I could never like I'm trying to think of like an enemy I have like actually don't like in person and doing a filming a video
1: I don't have anybody like that no I don't dislike anybody enough to actually hate them I'm not gonna waste hatred on somebody who cares Right? I
2: cannot. I cannot. Uh, we had some interesting emails about people talking about um, texting. and. Uh,
1: yes, ma'am.
2: Tom had a really good one. He said, Brittany, I've always said that the biggest problem with texting is that you can't read emotion. Something written can be read as two completely different emotions, like you're coming over, your response, oh, really? Oh, really? And I thought that was a really good point. I don't know if you've ever been in an argument via text, but it can get next leveled real quick.
1: Nope. Never done that, and I never will do that. I don't care enough about it. Uh, people get way too whipped up about nothing th- for my taste. i got to be honest with you. Yeah. Why people get so damn upset, I just will never understand. Calm down, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, text a text argument gets... You read into it the worst way possible, so...
1: No, oh, somebody put the pot back. Oh, nice. That's a bottle of pot pills right there. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't? It looked like you want them? allergy pills. Oh, do they?
2: They look like little, aller- yeah, no, like not little... allergy
1: pills. They're, they're well, totally different. There's it's going to no be a
2: different experience when I take them for allergies. You want them? No. Why not? I Last time me, I ingested me? weed. And we. I had to take out the person because I realized I shouldn't include.
1: <laughs> I said <laughs> yeah, weed. Yeah, probably me, not. You probably don't you want know, to
2: include that. I don't want to loop them in my problematic statement. Last time I ingested pot, I lost my... Goddamn mine!
1: Oh, did you really? Yes. Because oh, most people get very relaxed.
2: Yes, and I had had you a get great all experience. Up, do you? I had a great experience with half a gummy, and then I did a whole gummy, and I overthought everything that's ever happened to me in the history of ever.
1: That's a big part of it, isn't it? To overthink everything. Hours right. of laying
2: in bed, just wishing I could fall asleep, but going, "Well, remember that time that you said that obnoxious thing in that group? Oh, remember the time you did this? Remember the time you accidentally said that?" Like.
1: Ah, remember the time. I love that song. Remember, it's all true. So, what else is happening in the news? Anything good?
2: Um, Blink One Eighty Two played uh, Saint Paul last night, and it was their first uh, uh, first show for their new tour. And uh, Tom DeLonge had not been with the group for a while, and oh, he yeah, came right. back and played with them. And people are saying it was an amazing concert.
1: And where was it? You said in St. Paul, but where, do you know where it was?
2: Oh, I'm sure it was Excel, right?
1: Oh, good. They, they're big enough to sell out and sell that out.
2: Yeah, I think people my age are really nostalgic for them, and I'm pretty sure oh, it was okay. sold out. But I'm not sure. I'd love if somebody messaged in who went. Um, but there was a review on it, and people were saying it was really good.
1: Marvelous, great. Yeah, I tell you what, I haven't been to a concert in a long, long time. The last one I went to was Adele over at uh, XL.
2: How did you like it?
1: She was phenomenal.
2: And did you like, because the thing is I would, I like Adele as well, as well, but I...
1: Adele as well, huh? But the
2: problem is, is I feel like I, she hits the same kind of vibe for all of her songs, but you didn't find yourself over it. You were loving it the whole time.
1: No, I thought she was terrific. And one of the reasons I liked her so much, because she sat there the whole time between songs, drank a drink, and smoked a cigarette, and dropped the F-bomb about 7,000 times.
2: She has got an enchanted (laughs) voice. So her swearing must have been...
1: And the F-bomb. She loves the F-bomb, I will Who tell you that. doesn't,
2: though?
1: Yeah, you're right. We you're should just right make the
2: F-bomb that. completely legal and cool to say because it's a good one.
1: No, it works for me. There's no question about it. Okay, now I'm going to run down a top five things that should be a part of everyone's morning routine. Okay. Now, does that include people? Well, although we don't get up early anymore. we I mean, I, but we get up about the same time everybody else does, don't we now? About six yeah. o'clock, something like that? I feel
2: like that, yeah. I mean... I'm going to be embarrassed by this because my routine is short. Very short? Yes.
1: Minimal. Brush your teeth and then you should throw on some old raggedy-ass clothes and come on in. Throw
2: on, flip my underwear inside out. Sure. The day before. All
1: right. According to a poll of our morning routines, 42% of us make our beds. I made my bed this morning. I did that. I didn't. Uh, 60, only 64% of us brush our teeth. What? Yeah. That's low. One third of people did not even brush their teeth. That's, that's
2: (laughs) literally, and when I'm getting out of the house.
1: That wouldn't be good.
2: That's the low bar. And that's the only thing, like I'm aiming for feet, brushing my teeth, feeding the dogs. Those are my. Yeah, there you go. Like if I I only can do two things.
1: 43% of us eat breakfast. But one thing that uh, we can all benefit from when we get out of bed is anything on today's list of the top five things that should be a part of everyone's morning routine. And one thing I love about stories like this, the top five things, but there are 10 of them. <laughs> okay, well. Uh, now, oh, some of them are jokes. That's oh, what. don't. Please don't write jokes anymore.
2: Just tell us it. Well,
1: here you go. The top five things that should be a part of everyone's morning routine. A fifth of scotch. Get it? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. A bowl of cereal with a manic animal on it. No, see, I, these are all jokes, and they're not funny jokes.
2: It's... Okay, so ignoring that stupid list, I used to do all the things. Used to wash my face, whatever, and all Mm -hmm. these things. Now it's like, if I can get mascara on my eyes, that's a big win. If otherwise, I set out my clothes the night before.
1: What do you mean if you can get it on your?
2: Like I mean, otherwise I don't even touch makeup. I'm at the point where I, we're radio.
1: But are sometimes you miss your face? No, I just mean
2: like if. That was just a drastic way of saying it. that's my
1: version drastic. of wake up in the morning. Um, drastic, I say.
2: I get out. I mean, I wake up at 5.45 and I try to get out of the house by 6.10. It's a short, and if Gogo's not up yet, then it's a really short, it's short. My morning routine is... Yeah. You like a good wake up. You walk around. I you do, You watch yeah. things. I do.
1: I, like, already, I walked a mile and a half right when I got up. Yeah. It was wonderful.
2: I don't do any then of that. Then I
1: started drilling the wall right behind <laughs> you. Why are they always working on this area of this building? Because
2: Ever since we did reconstruction, they're like, "Oh, that's a great idea."
1: Oh, well, I'll, Tom put that window in, so why don't we do that?
2: Trendsetters.
1: Uh, someone dumped five hundred pounds of cooked pasta. Where? Five hundred pounds of cooked pasta. Don't forget that part. Where did they dump it?
2: Five hundred pounds. Okay, I was going to say something big like the Grand Canyon, but that wouldn't even make an effect. So. No, no. Um, in a pond. In the woods. Why? Why?
1: I, I don't understand it anyway. I don't get it. If I was walking through the woods and saw this, I think there'd been uh, some sort of glitch in the matrix. Someone found 500 pounds of cooked pasta next to a river in New Jersey last month, and no one knows where it came from. It's possible a restaurant or a caterer had a last-minute cancellation or something, but that's still a lot of pasta. I mean, 500 pounds a lot of pasta. Yeah. It wasn't just one type. There I... were piles of spaghetti, ma- uh, macaroni, and penne, too. There are actually photos of the cooked pasta.
2: Oh, good, because I was going to say I'm having a trouble wrapping my brain around like what that looks like.
1: Okay, let me. I'll I'll click on a picture just to see if you know there's any indication of how good it is and blah blah blah. Oh, it's on Twitter, so I can't.
2: Oh, it's like okay. It kind of looks like. Oh, it
1: looks horrible.
2: Yeah, it looks really spooky. I would think it's worms. I would freak out.
1: Oh, that definitely looks like worms. There's no doubt about that. You are 100% correct about that. Yeah, I wouldn't care for that. Happened in the town of Old Bridge, New Jersey, just out of New York. Uh, It's making headlines after a woman who recently uh, ran for city council shared the pics. She criticized the mayor for ignoring the mess. The city did end up removing the pasta, though. And she also saw the humor. Can we talk a little louder out there? That'd be great. Uh, Saw the humor in it. She called it uh, a mission impossible.
2: You don't, not a pun guy, are you? You don't no, find that very I'm punny? I'm not a pun guy. Uh, yeah, that's rough.
1: She's not the only one cracking jokes, though. Someone online joked that whoever did it should be sent to penitentiary. This is the Tom
0: Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.